Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another SLG Meetup. Today, we have the pleasure to have with us Adam Widener, real estate agent and superstar in New York City with the Eklund Gomez team. So he's going to tell us all about the latest industries when it comes to luxury real estate and the trends on such a roaring market. How are things in New York? Things are good. Things are very busy. I've... Uh... I've never seen an August or a summer or quite frankly, a year like real estate in New York City of what we currently have going on relative to the year, especially that we had last year. So mm -hmm. it's all looking very good and very strong. There you go. And you are there leading it up. And now it was Fashion Week. I mean, I see a lot of people going to New York in and out. The market is hotter than ever, which is great because a lot of people back in the day when COVID started, they were really you know, concerned about what's going to happen with the real estate market in New York. And now we start seeing tremendous growth again. Yeah, I think, you know, New York City certainly took a took a step back uh, with COVID. You know, any city that had major concentration of people, obviously everybody was, uh, you know, fearful at the beginning. As things kind of played out, um, I was here pretty much from August of 2020 in New York City until now. Uh, there was a period of time where we were shut down or we couldn't do in-person showings. Uh, I took uh, a little bit of that time to go out east to my, my house out in Southampton on, on Long Island. Um, there, the market was still churning as we were all at home. They were literally doing deals virtually. So got involved in that market. And then as New York City opened up at the very end of last summer, came back here and have been busy ever since. I wanted to tell you that I'm very impressed because you are from New York originally, right? You're a local guy. I'm, I'm somewhat local. I'm actually from New Jersey. Um, New my Jersey. mom is from Queens, very close by. Um, my mom is from, originally from Queens, my grandfather uh, on the Upper East Side. And then my dad being from the South in Tennessee, I always had a very interesting mix of, of family from two different ends of the spectrum. And um, being, having such close access to New York City as a kid, I always felt a natural draw to come to this city. And I, and I love that journey because it's very interesting to see how everybody ends up doing real estate and their different career paths. And in your case, you were as an advisor, right, in the banking industry for real estate. And that gave you all the insights and the precise knowledge on how to tackle real estate. Yes, I, I'm actually having a deja vu going back to my, my summer internship interview at Lehman Brothers in their real estate investment banking group. And I think the question was asked to me, you know, why do you want to get into investment banking here in New York City? And I just recall being a kid literally playing with Lincoln Logs, trying to build massive structures, and then finally getting a, a great education at the Ross School of Business in Michigan I wanted to understand how those buildings actually got built, how they got financed, the planning process to ultimately delivering a finished product for either commercial or residential use. You're with the Eklund Gomez team. How is this working with, with the team? It's been amazing. Um, I didn't start in residential sales on this team. Uh, actually, I came over and joined uh, another gentleman to try to help build his business. I ended up, uh, things not, didn't go so well there, at least for me. And so I moved on to help another younger guy kind of build his business along. And about six months into that opportunity, 
I was approached by my really good friend, Julia Spillman, who's now the CEO of the Equine yeah. Health team. And Julia said, you know, she had an amazing opportunity. Uh, she was in talks with both Frederick and John to come over and start building out this, you know, really amazing team here that was going to eventually become a nationwide team. And did I want to get in? And I said, absolutely. And from there on in, it's been no looking back. How important it is for you and for anybody to join such a team? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm an athlete. You know, it goes back to my childhood growing up playing sports, soccer, football, basketball, baseball. So that team experience has always been kind of second nature to me and something that I crave, um, especially coming from, you know, the real estate finance world, making a change over to sales. Um, I knew I was starting at basically again at, at the bottom and I was going to have to work my way back up to the top or somewhere close to it. And in doing that, I found the best way to get the experience, firsthand knowledge and kind of real life experience was by joining a team that had the kind of well-oiled machine already running so that it was less headwind for me. I can kind of come in, you know, trail alongside of them, soak up, you know, sponge up as much as possible, and then basically turn it into my own engine moving forward. So that perfect combination just was a no-brainer for me. And in fact, everybody that I advise or talk to who's, you know, contemplating a, a similar career path, I make sure that they really understand that, you know, joining a team is, it's not just about having other people around or maybe not having your door, your name on the front door. It's really about being able to pick from countless other uh, experiences and knowledge uh, bases. And you just, you, you can always find somebody for something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, let me ask you, what's going to be happening for you? I think 2020 really caused a lot of people to reevaluate a lot of things, both personally and professionally. Um, for me, you know, on the professional side, it was a time to obviously rest and recharge and figure out how, when the world opened up for us again, how to kind of take that first step forward and grab as much of the market and as much of the opportunity that exists out there because there is a lot. And I think that it's a, often a um, misconception about our industry. There is so much business out there for so many people that, you know, competition isn't, shouldn't be viewed as such a negative element to this business. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to the people you work with, the brand that you represent, and the clients you ultimately come in touch with. So for the next 12 to 24 months, it's all about um, really creating more time and capacity for me to be in touch with more of my clients and meeting new potential clients. Beautiful. So have you had any success golden rule that you've been following throughout the years that has helped you achieve the level of success that you have? You know, number one is uh, integrity and honesty. Uh, I think people in this industry oftentimes, you know, relate us to somebody that's maybe deceitful or not honest or, you know, doesn't tell the whole truth. And, you know, for a lot of our clients, these are the biggest transactions of their lives. I agree with you. And it's very important to keep that mindset throughout your career in real estate and anything that you do really in life. So 
Besides that, obviously, I wanted to ask you because you work with some of the most incredible homes in New York. And by the way, you've been closing some great deals. Everybody that is watching or listening, go check him out on Instagram and see what he's up to. He's a very approachable also guy. I mean, I see you right away, family-oriented person. So I wanted to ask you about how do you manage to combination of friendship, family, career, how do you, do you, because time management is key, but what do you do to keep everything kind of together? You know, at my old job where I was working 90 hour a weeks, uh, there was no time for personal. Work and personal was very separate. I couldn't think of a role that's more reversed now where the personal and the work professional life really do intertwine and are constantly in mix with one another. Yeah, I can go from a personal conversation, coffee with a friend, and all of a sudden it goes into, well, maybe I'm thinking about moving, either renting or buying, selling. There's, yeah. a, constant, there's a constant topic of real estate in everybody's minds. Um, you know, number one, everybody needs a place to, to hang their head at the end of the day. So everybody's in the game in one way or another. It's just a matter of how does that, you know, how does that topic kind of come up? And is there uh, a need or a solution to some kind of a problem that, you know, myself or the team here can be helpful with? And so managing that time to me isn't about keeping personal and professional separate. It's about having them both in there at the same time. Because a lot of our clients, yes, they want the professional advice, but they also want to feel like they're dealing with a real human. You know, it's a personal connection at the end of the day. It's not so much business. It starts business and then becomes personal. I agree. And that's what will really lead that relationship to nurture and lead to many other opportunities because we're here to, you know, build our relationships. It's the people's business. So we have to be very open to understand. And as you said, it's a lifestyle that needs to be fulfilled. So it's not just a product, but a lifestyle that it represents. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you, Adam, because we do this every time we have a new guest, is to ask the question about luxury. What is really luxury to you? Uh, well, luxury in New York City actually does mean something because we have the luxury report, which comes out each week. Um, that's done by Donna Olshin, the Olshin report. It's kind of the barometer, the gauge on what's happening in New York real estate. And by their standards, they consider that four million and above. Mm -hmm. um, I deal with plenty of clients that are below 1 million. Um, that's a sweet spot here in New York City. Those transactions occur every day. And I don't think that luxury really needs to be defined by a number. Luxury to me is more an ease of living. It's not necessarily defined by an absolute dollar value, but how you feel you're moving through the 24 hours of that day in a way that creates the least amount of resistance for what you're trying to achieve. Uh, and that can be brought over to, you know, a simple thing like a home. Does your home allow you to be more of the person you want to be or live more of the life you want to live? Um, it doesn't need to be a six or 16 or $60 million apartment. It can be a studio that's beautifully designed, has great artwork, you know, amazing natural light. It's inspiring for you and how you conduct either personal or professional life. It needs to be something that elevates you. Um, and so I think luxury oftentimes gets defined by a number, but it really, to me, is more about 
the feeling that it provides by being in this space. I love that. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I like the way you define it because it's a feeling and it's also what inspires you, you know, to have that type of life you're looking for. So not very well said about luxury. Now, I know you have a busy schedule in New York and I know your pace when it comes to work in New York is like nonstop, which I miss that, by the way. I was in New York back in the time and, and it's really exciting for a young hustler to get them going. So for yourself, before we wrap this up, is there anything else that we have not touched that you would like to share? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people are watching the news and seeing what's going on around the world. And of course, it's, it's kind of like these uncharted territories. Um, I haven't been more inspired by the last, call it two to three months being in New York City. Uh, than I have right now. I really feel like there's this whole Phoenix moment that's happening where certain people are returning. Um, some people have never left and new people are coming to this city and it's going to create a really, really beautiful landscape of new components that this city hasn't felt before. Some people have never lived here. People are coming back from a foreign experience that they just put themselves in for about 12 to 24 months to live out this COVID time period. And people are coming back inspired with new business ideas, uh, new per personal goals. Um, everybody's perspective changed slightly or dramatically. And that new energy coming back to this city, a city that really does depend on the context of the people that are here, I think it's going to be really inspiring and it's going to be an amazing time to be in the greatest city of the world, New York City. I love to hear that. Um, it's very inspirational and the energy is amazing. So for sure, definitely everybody that is looking to go into New York, please reach out to Adam. He's a great guy, very approachable. It's a pleasure having you here today. I'm sure everybody is getting great knowledge and inspiration from you. So make sure everybody follow you and that's it. Thanks again for being here. And I look forward to seeing you in New York. And if you get tired of New York, you can always come to Miami. We're waiting for you. I'm coming down to Miami soon. I'll make sure to hit you up. But if you're here in New York, let me know. We'll take you around, see some really cool property. Sounds like a plan, my friend. Take care, Adam. Thanks again. And we'll see each other soon. Thanks, Adam, bro. Take care, guys. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, Embrace its beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.